0: Hi everybody, it's Janera the Mouthpiece and thank you for tuning in to my first episode in two and a half years all about black sisterhood and I mean black sisterhood in terms of someone that you share DNA with and <clears throat> Of all the topics to record an episode with after all this time, I just felt particularly moved to speak about this because of a recent um, video snippet that I saw of the actress Lisa Ray. Everybody know her from the Players Club. It's Diamond, Right. And I saw her being interviewed about her relationship with the rapper, radio host, The Brat. Right? And um, they were asking her how she felt about getting secondhand information about The Brat being pregnant. And the fact that the Brat released her pregnancy over the uh, <clears throat> to social media and Lisa Ray happened to find out afterwards. And so they were really trying to dig in about this relationship that she's had. So for those of you who don't know, real brief, Lisa Ray and the Brat share biological dads. As far as I understand it, um, they didn't have much of a relationship coming up, right? So, if you guys have ever followed Lisa Ray on whatever reality show where it gets really deep, I want to say it was Ayanna Vincent when she was still on TV doing this with the celebrities. But her dad, um, you know, was with her mom for quite some time, but. He He liked to keep keep him some pieces. He, he had women you know, in all area codes, if you will, and so um and she so basically it was a you know as with any situation with a dad like that, it's layered. and so um despite him obviously cheating her mom over and over again and all this kind of stuff, she loved her dad, okay, that's that. But he had this child by this other woman, which happened to be the brat, right? And so somehow, I don't know, I don't remember all the particulars. Somehow they find out about each other, blah, blah, blah. And so it's, they didn't grow up together. I just want to get to the point because this episode isn't about them necessarily, but it's about sisterhood. So. Um, because they were st- in the interview with Lisa Ray, they were trying to see if she felt some kind of way. And you know, at the end of the day, it's sensationalism, right? Um, it's so many layers to it. Like when the brat came out, she didn't tell her either. And it's obvious that there is strain, right? Because if you are close with somebody, anybody, blood or not, right, I, I, I'm telling my, like I'm telling my sister I'm telling my my dearest of friends that's not even blood related all the personal stuff when I'm married engaged when i'm um I mean close people, family right um having a baby, I am definitely telling them first <laughs> before I'm leaking into social media and so uh I'd be hard-pressed to see, you know, she was trying not to express, you know, whatever she might have felt towards her sister. But it's, we all know you feel some kind of way, even if you guys are not super tight, right? So... When I saw that interview, it also made me think of the relationship between Nia Long and her sister some more. Now, I know less about their relationship, you know, but to what I do know, they did not grow up together. But you know how people leak little bits and pieces, but they are not close at all. Right. And so those are highly publicized things because each one of these women in their own right have achieved some modicum of success, some kind of notoriety, gorgeous, talented, those things. And so, you know, what's interesting is because particularly I'm now this is where I begin to talk about my personal experience and why I'm doing this at all, right? Particularly in the black Household, right? It was never... See, I was raised by my young mom with my sister in the same household. We have different biological fathers, okay? But she has always been my sister. I had never heard of people (laughs) calling themselves, oh, that's my half-sister, half-brother. I never heard that unless it was on TV, unless it was like maybe, I don't know, on the soap operas. It was white folks. But I never heard of black people in particular. And we knew, you we all knew people was having babies here over the, with this woman and over there. But even still, I don't I never heard, oh, that's my half-sister in frequency. I've never, it never heard, and it never stuck with me. You know, I just, we all, they children. I just, and so I'm saying this, it made me think of the layers. And I said, I was thinking about, oh, what a shame it is for Lisa Ray and the brat, Nia Long and some more. These women are old. They, I know some more Nia Long and Lisa Ray in their 50s, early 50s at the very least. I think the brat is pushing that. She got to be in her 40s by now, right? At the very least. But they owe. And the fact that it appears that even with some kind of notoriety and success that they all have in their own right, that they're not healed enough to be, have a relationship. And it makes me think just how much of it, stems from the fact of them being raised in separate households, the brokenness that comes from somebody's relationships not working out, whether it's the man stepping out on a woman or they mutually breaking up. So it makes me think of how, yeah, you know, as long as I take care of the kids and she know her daddy here, her mama here, they are going to be fine. And I don't, I don't think people really, really recognize the importance of having a stable family and people being faithful to one person if you're going to be in a relationship and how that brokenness translates to the family dynamic, particularly in those two cases. Now, the other layer of the sisterhood thing that I want to address I'm going to, here's where it gets more personal again for me and my sister, right? So, it makes me think of, and I think this is specific with Black sisters. That's why the title of this episode is Black Sisterhood, is because, what's that song from Sparkle, Uh, Aretha saying, um, Living in a world of ghetto life, everyone is so uptight. And I think <clears throat> living together with my, technically speaking, half-sister, the strainedness of our relationship for the majority of our lives, um, and <sighs> how much effort... It takes for adults to reconcile and to be determined to be respectful of one another, to repair a relationship, and to love, right? And so, love is an intentional thing to do because, in all transparency, When our mother died over four years ago, my sister and I was so strained. We had a terrible argument a few days after her um, passing, and I had swore that I did not care to speak with her as long as I lived. I was so upset, and to her credit, she reached out to me three or four months later and we've been on a repair ever since and it's progressing and gotten better and better and we've had so we've had to have some talks and you know trying to understand where each other's coming from and so on and so this this thing and I think particularly in our household again living in a world of ghetto life I'm talking about Being raised around substance abuse, um, being raised, and to my mom's credit, she doing what she can. But parenting, not just from a single parent aspect, but being attentive to give each child, especially raising two girls, what they need to feel whole. And confident in a world that is prepared to keep keep them abase them, right? Keep them below their potential without our biological dads there to help raise. There is something to be said about a black that black man, that black dad. Being in a household, and thank God we had father figures to step in. But still, the biological father should be, is the best case, the way God designed it, to be there to affirm that young girl. And so when that is missing, right, when that unique thing is missing, and it's all on the mother... And you have, there's this energy with all these three women in the house. Two of them trying to find their identity. And there is jealousy and competition. And then the teenage and the hormones and all of those things. And it, 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 me and my sister, we fought. Lord, we did, we fight. We fought. Oh, we fought. And. You know, some of that can be chalked up to the commonality of siblings, you know, rivalry, you know, and we can't, you know, there's something to be said for that. But I just when I think back, I feel like it was a whole nother layer. Like we used to go at it, especially when my um, mom would be at work and we'd be cramped up in the house and get in trouble. if She found out we was outside. So you got these two budding girls in the house. You don't want them out. You don't want them to have company over. And, and you want us to be in the house. And we got to, you know, shed a TV, shed a video game, shed this, shed that. You can So as I was saying. Thank you. This is part 2 of Black Sisterhood. Thanks for dealing with the um <laughs> abrupt um uh, ending for part 1. I'm still getting my uh, getting my bearings back on this this app and recording episodes at all. But anyway, as I was saying, you know, we would uh be getting on each other's nerves at home and just annoyed with one another and um, just not understanding, like, and, you know, and I certainly did not care about her feelings and stuff. And it just made things terrible for our relationship going forward. And you see, you know, as you come up, over time and you look at the sitcoms and stuff like that and they make um sisterhood sisterhood look so much purer, at least at that time, on television. Um it was never like what we went through in real life, right? And it always seemed to me, right, with friends that they got along better with their sisters than I did. It's At least that's what it seemed to be. It always seems like it's um, better outside of your, your situation. And interesting enough, I have a very good friend. He's a case in point. Um, one of the things, not just one friend... I have two very good friends I've been knowing had most of my life and um one thing unfortunately that we've bonded on and or understood was the similarities of our relationships with our sisters. It's fascinating the history of our relationships with our sisters are almost identical in so many ways, it's fascinating and sad it's It's amazing um very rocky, very bumpy over time and last uh, last check in that I had with them um i no signs of improvement unfortunately for their sisters. Now, I'm thankful that I have the type of friends that I can lament to, I can confide in over these, these years, um, and they will root for my well-being and because they love me. But I never have recalled them ever saying something to the effect of, like don't reconcile with your sister. Um it, nothing like that, right? Um they never saw it as an opportunity to bond <laughs> go like to bond over brokenness, right? How how unhealthy would that be? But it's so unfortunate as I again when I think of it doesn't matter what the economic circumstance is. With the sisters, you can have a lot of money, a lot of power, a lot of influence, whatever. Or not. We, like some unknowns like my friends and I. Um, but I see, unfortunately, way more similarities in Black sisterhood. Oh, and, and Oh, and just so you understand, my two friends actually share both parents. They have the same parents. Um, but the brokenness and the sisterhood, they were raised with their sisters and it's still, it's still, still not a good look. So I feel at this point, I'm rambling. I don't have a solution. It's a miracle literally by the grace of God that my sister and I are at a good place um, in our relationship, um, yeah. Um, so I'm gonna, you know, stop here and maybe try to end with a question. I want to know, you know, what's your take on black sisterhood? What do you think uh, seems to be the reason why? It's different or feels different within our culture, right? Are you a person um, that has a a woman who has a sister and maybe you've had a good relationship? Um, Why do you think that is? Why do you think yours is, right? I'd love to hear some examples. Maybe you concur. Um, Yeah, Thank you for listening to part two of Black Sisterhood and the first episode of Ask a Black Woman um, in over two and a half years. And I'm not saying I'm starting this up again, but uh, only, I only speak when I have something to say, something that is a reason for dialogue. Thank you for listening. Holla back.